Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. I was very taken by a debate, um, a, a part of a, a debate between two members of Congress running for re-election. Um, they were asked a pretty simple question. I do know that President Biden, he speaks really eloquently uh, about this issue and about a number of other issues um, that you would think the Democratic Party would be quite proud of his accomplishments and absolutely on the world stage. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. So my question to you is, do you think President Biden should be running for re-election? Is that even a question in your mind? Well, I, look, it's a question people are, are debating. You're asking me on, on TV. So it's certainly yeah. on the minds of lots of people. I have no special insight, obviously, into what the president um, is deciding with his family, with his advisors. Uh, you That's know, not what I, I'm asking I you. I'm not, I, I'm not asking you what his family's debating. But if a sitting president decides to run again, the party supports him. Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin, thank you very much. Thank you. That's Cindy Mika. That was a Democrat congresswoman from Michigan who wouldn't say out loud, just like Jerry New York nuts nadler wouldn't say out loud that they want biden to run again right uh it's amazing what the fantasy world that they're living in here because at the moment the government actually announced the economy shrink for the second consecutive quarter uh, which is a definition of a recession the swamp in dc the the swamp media they started talking about what a great week that Joe Biden was having. Only in la-la land of 2022 would that ever happen. Can you imagine if, if when Trump was president, we had two quarters of negative GDP and they'd be going, well, this is a recession and what a great week Trump is having, right? Why was it such a great week in their minds? Because more spending happened. Oh, that, that makes sense. Uh, the Senate passed a bill providing billions and billions and billions in subsidies to the semiconductor industry. And Biden said it's going to make cars cheaper, appliances cheaper, computers cheaper, as well as create high-paying manufacturing jobs. The The second thing they were saying he had a great week for was, uh, well, kind of slimmed down version, thank goodness, of the Build Back Better but I don't know where this sucker's going to land between $400 billion and $700 billion. It's a really, really unclear. I mean, well, we're just holding out for Arizona Senator Kristen Sinema. Uh, see if it'll have the support of her. But remember, it's a 50-50 Senate. If all the Republicans are against it, and I'm sure they'll oppose this one, uh, Democrats will have to get all their 50 senators to pass the bill because we know who the tiebreaker is. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Yeah, she'll uh, break the tie with that 50-50 tie. So it's not a done deal yet. But they, they, they named the bill the Inflation Reduction Act. They're claiming 
these Marxists that their new spending bill is a big old step to fight inflation, the Inflation Reduction Act. That's why they called it that. It's about reducing inflation. It is not going to reduce inflation in any slice of the pie they want to put together. And you had Ducey asking Press Secretary Jean-Pierre uh, about the uh, the outside organizations, a nonpartisan, like the University of uh, Pennsylvania's Wharton uh, model that they found, that the Inflation Reduction Act would very, very slightly increase inflation uh, until 2024 and then decrease it after. Uh, if you want the real numbers, Penn Wharton estimated the bill will increase inflation by 0.05 until 2024 and then reduce inflation by 0.25 by the late 2020s who knows that how how are you even gonna put that out there that far into the future listen it's gonna increase inflation right now that's what we don't live in the future don't live in the past live in the moment right reducing inflation was not the point of what they're trying to do here uh i think they're kind of ignoring uh, the inflation that's going to be here. Uh, this is actually what Biden tweeted out, Biden administration. They said the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 invests billions in the climate crisis. He said, I'm talking about rebates for sustainable choices, tax credits, electric vehicles, investments in environmental justice, all while lowering costs and creating thousands of clean energy jobs. All right, I heard all of that. That was, in a nutshell, what Biden is saying is going to do. Did anybody hear anything in there about reducing inflation at all? There's nothing in there about reducing inflation in the Inflation Reduction Act. Just like there was nothing patriotic about the Patriot Act. But So um, if Arizona Senator Sinema gets on board and it passes and Kamala's vote, even if all this does happen... Uh, you, you would really hope that a bill named that would actually maybe wouldn't that be great right now to actually have our uh, politicians do something that would lower inflation wouldn't that just be awesome right i don't care if it's a republican or a democrat uh, do it and it would be a good idea right but this isn't and they're actually declaring victory politico uh, declared a biden victory uh here's the here's the headline ready somehow some way joe biden is back in the is back in the game i get up in the morning look at joe and say where the hell are we he's back in the game wow what kind of turnaround was that remember there politico this is the the week the economy like uh, what do we say? Fell off the cliff into a recession, slipped into a recession, stumbled, tumbled into a recession. The New York Times had a, a headline. The wind is at Biden's back for a change. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in front of him with that wind blowing by him. Axios said Biden's success story. Guys, this is a... I mean, they're making this stuff up out of out of thin air. They're talking about him being the the comeback kid. Inflation is being fought. Man, they and that's something that you can get credit for something A that you Okay, here's what it is. You get credit um or, or you're not accused of starting the fire. You're only given credit for coming in and actually trying to put it out. But the thing is, you started it and the thing is, you're not even putting it out. You're throwing more fuel on it, but you're getting the credit for being the hero. Yeah, that's exactly what this is like. And I I don't know with this 400 billion uh saying it's going to raise taxes by 739 billion uh that uh well, we'll see here. 
I mean, I can't think of anything dumber than spending $433 billion that we don't have. Has anybody even talked about that, that we don't have it? Right? It's like Newsom walking around California. Hey, we got a surplus. No, you don't. Look at your unfunded liabilities. Uh, we're now, is it $30 trillion? I think that's the national debt, $30 trillion. Um, in, in debt, and we don't have that kind of money, and we got inflation going on, and they're going to do it while we're all out here screaming that the economy is our biggest concern right now. Uh, are, are they tone deaf? Nobody's talking about climate change. Or is it intentional? They're either tone deaf or it, it's intentional. What are the other? I mean, they go shopping. Uh, they have to see that. Wait, they probably have maids or nannies that do the shopping, right? They probably don't even know that eggs are four dollars and twenty. You know, what was it? Four dollars and twenty cents that I saw for a dozen. No, not each yet. Not each yet. Listen to the uh, the chair of the San Francisco Federal Reserve. She makes a little over $400,000 a year. Listen to this elitist. This is Nancy Pelosi with her fancy ice cream. This is Newsom at the French Laundry. So I'm not immune to gas prices rising, food prices rising. I sometimes balk at the the price of things. But I don't find myself in a space where I have to make trade-offs because I have enough. Many, many Americans have enough. I have enough. Many Americans have enough. Bring me my gray poupon. Boy, that's marketing and advertising to stick in my head after all those decades of the fanciest thing I could think of on the spur of the moment was gray poupon because those were the commercials, right? And the Rolls Royces. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that attitude. But I, I November, I, I'm hoping it's going to be a, a bloodbath. Not, not in Revelation up to the bridle of the horse bloodbath, but uh, they're doing as much as possible to try and transform America into like central Venezuela with the, with the little, little time that they have left, right? Kind of like the devil. Knows he's been defeated, got a little time, so going to raise hell, right? They, with this Inflation Reduction Act, it, it's the exact opposite, and they're, you know why they're all excited and it's a comeback kid. They got a bunch of more money to spend on all these these schemes that they got planned out there, right? Biden is back as if that was actually a, a good thing. <laughs> they, they, this bill, $433 billion, that's 433 with nine zeros behind it. Uh, $369 billion of the $433 billion is going to go to change the weather. Yeah, they can, you, you know that, right? They, they, they know how to change the weather. They're going to attempt to control the climate. They're, you know what it controls? All this climate crap increases government control uh, over us. I, I don't know if you picked up on that yet, but uh, we, we already know. And you, you take any economist. Actually, if you went and asked every economist who I, I guess short of maybe winning a Nobel Prize or something, you ask the uh, the true economists, they, they understand that spending money that we don't have, that devalues the, the dollar and that increases inflation. Economics 101, you learn that in the first 17 days uh, of in the classroom. So I guess we just have to accept the fact that they're just throwing that upside down. They decided that the only way... Uh, to to overspend, the only way is to, to to spend more. That's the solution to overspending. Spend more with money we don't have. 
And I think I'm getting that right. Yeah. The Penn Wharton budget model said the bill will will increase inflation for the next two years. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter what name they they actually give this. Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act also includes $739 billion, uh, just a uh, little bit less than a trillion in tax increases. You know, Reagan and, and Trump, they, they proved that the government can get the economy going by cutting taxes. Because if you let people keep more of their money, they're going to use that money to go out there and buy some stuff, right? And when you buy stuff, that's activity in the economy. That's exactly the opposite of what we're seeing right now. So if we had to sum up, I guess going into the midterms here, what their plan is to stimulate uh, the economy, they're going to get the economy back in action by taking more money from taxpayers. I guess that's their commercials. Uh, are you t- are you better off now than you were four years ago? We're coming. We're going to get the economy back. Give us more money. That, that's what their message is. You know, they'll cover it up with, with a lot more than this. And I looked up one of those examples of how, how much, uh, you know, the billion dollars is. And somebody actually had an example from this current uh, example of, uh, uh, of the taxes, uh, the $739 billion. They said if you were to line up $100 bills end to end, $739 billion would reach from the earth to the moon three times. And that's just the increase in taxes. And remember, Biden promised nobody under 400,000 years is going to be affected by the taxes. He lied, he lied, he lied. He lied. He's doing a tax increase, uh, 15% on manufacturers. So uh, who's that going to affect? Well, shoppers like you and me, we're going to end up paying taxes through uh, inflation. The Joint Committee on Taxation, they said the bill will actually impact people in every income bracket. They said more than half of the taxes being paid by people making less than what Joe promised of four hundred thousand. And this is something else. They're going to go out and uh, they're going to go out and raise a little money. How are they going to do that? IRS. They're hiring a estimated eighty thousand new IRS agents. Wouldn't that be great if we were heard uh, we're hiring eighty thousand new Border Patrol agents? That, that would make a. If you want to affect the economy better, uh, that's exactly what you need to do. Speaking of border, Russia has a border. They also have laws. A basketball player with the WNBA wasn't aware of those laws, I guess, or thought she was above the laws. Griner, nine years, locked up abroad. We'll talk about it next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Used to be one of my favorite shows to kind of watch. Uh, I think I maybe watched them all. That's why I haven't watched it in a while. But uh, Locked Up Abroad. It it never started like this real-life WNBA story here. Well, they were all real-life stories. You know, teachers in Thailand, they took the semester off. They're down dancing at a club. They kind of run out of money. Some guy with a lot of gold chains says, Hi, would you like to uh, fly to Vietnam and have a uh, luxury vacation for a week while you hang out there so that you know it looks like you're on vacation? 
And then they strap you down with all the drugs. And then you're sweaty going through the airport security. And then the Bolivian dogs sniff you. And suddenly you're locked up abroad. And they do a great reenactment of it. They they really do. You can almost, like, smell the situation. And when you think of U.S. prisons, yeah, okay. You might think, boy, that's kind of rough, right? No, no, no. It's the French laundry compared to being locked up abroad. I watched a documentary about Russian prisons. And when they transfer them, you know, like uh, walking from this pod or outside as a group or whatever, they all have to bend over and look down at the ground. They can't look up. Uh, so they make them, uh, yeah, move around bending down. I wonder if uh, Brittany Griner will be in one of those joints. Well, she's going to be there for nine and a half years. That was the sentence. Russian courts gave her today. And if you're going, my word, what did she do? She's a WNBA NBA player, and she was over there playing basketball. And uh, she brought over some cannabis marijuana uh, vape cartridges, got caught. And uh, this is back in February. She got a sentence of nine and a half years. And I, I guess uh, she, well, I don't guess. In the past, she was very anti-American. Uh, didn't like the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. Didn't like the National Anthem. Uh, well, I guess you go to another country, you can find out what oppression and, I guess, no justice, no peace actually looks like, right? There, there's been talk of uh, prisoner exchanges because, you know, uh, in the media, they, they've made her to be an actual, like, a, a hostage or something, like a spy that was kidnapped or something, right? There, there have been political hostages. There have been U.S. hostages in a variety of circumstances, whether it's Syria or Afghanistan, and now we see in Russia. What we have seen, though, is that many of those individuals were working in the country, potentially with previous military or security uh, connections. Brittany Griner is a little different because she was a celebrity in Russia as well okay yeah she was over there playing 31 year old and now they're talking about after this sentence has come down but even before they were trying to work out it said the biden administration was trying to work out a prisoner exchange where uh griner and a former u.s marine that was detained in 2018 in russia on espionage charges paul whelan they were looking for the two u.s members to be released in exchange for a russian arms dealer victor bout uh, well, I don't know. We'll see what happens here. Uh, nine years in prison. And she listened to the to the verdict from a cage. They put him in a cage in Russia. Uh, you don't get to sit there like OJ in a suit, right? I, I guess uh, we don't do that in America because that would put the uh, perception in the jury's mind that you're you're already bad because look at you. you're you're in a cage, right? She had a very blank stare on her face. She made a final appeal to the court. She said she had no intention to break the law by bringing vape cartridges with cannabis oil into the country when she flew in to pay uh, basketball. Now, this this prison exchange that they're talking about uh, for this arms dealer, he's serving, uh, Victor Bout is serving a 25-year sentence in crimes from ra- uh, ranging from arms trafficking to conspiring to kill Americans. Uh, they they uh, say the actions... Uh, might have led directly to rape and torture of innocent people and the arming of uh, the Taliban as well. So uh, when you take in consideration the crimes, yeah, that doesn't look like a, a, an equal or even a, a, a good trade, does it? When you think of the crimes, we got to have a Russian over here that was arrested for, I, 
I don't know what what would a Russian do over here? Would it be vape cartridges? No, because you can legally have those. Uh, okay, prostitution. Uh, you know something <laughs> similar. Not arms dealing. Not yeah, arms trafficking, conspiring to kill Americans. Uh, Griner did not do that to the Russians, and uh, you know nine and a half years seems a bit harsh. Uh, for something that's actually in the state of California. We celebrate opening it up here in Fresno, right? There's now stores where you can walk in. Uh, I, you would think that whatever organization they were traveling with uh, gives you the, the talk beforehand. Here's what you cannot have. Blank, 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 blank. Make sure you don't blank, 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 blank. You're representing uh, this team. Like, Don't bring blank, 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 right? And we know the only reason that she was in Russia is because she was not able to make equal pay here in the United States that <laughs> uh, NBA stars would make. So that, that points to the disparity in American life in a way that we typically don't see when it comes to wartime hostages. Wartime hostages. The disparity in the income. I When that comment was made, I remember a few days ago, I gave out the stat. I don't know, it's like 128 to 1 ratio of what the NBA makes to the WNBA with TV and, uh, and all of that. She makes like 260-something thousand dollars a year in the WNBA. And I'm sure she makes additional going and playing in leagues like she was doing in Russia in, in, in the uh, in the offseason. Uh, blaming it on America and the disparity of of pay. Other countries are now issuing warnings about coming to the United States because of our gun control problem. So we have to recognize wow. that we here also have our challenges that make other countries wary about yeah. spending tourist dollars here. Yeah. I just thought it was uh, because Trump was president, they were anti-American. Now that Biden's president, they're still anti-American. So yes, they are anti-American. What income does the family need to afford a two-bedroom in Fresno? I'll give you that salary next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk.
At 4.30, we're going to get an update on the city council member Mike Carbasi lawsuit against city council member Esmeralda Soria, who's running for the assembly. They were both in that race. There were some real bad, bad, bad campaign flyers put out by Soria against Carbasi. We'll have senior reporter with GV Wire, David Taub, in to give us an update. New article he's uh, putting out tomorrow on that. We're also going to talk about the extortion charges. Such a huge story here locally in a story that's going to keep going here our city council president nelson uh esparza uh boy i I tell you it's uh we got city council member bredefeld and mayor dyer fighting on the phone dyer spokeswoman uh rose saying that uh that uh mayor dyer yelled and i quote the uh f off on the phone they admitted that he did it and but they said no no they they uh, he didn't challenge him to a fight. That was actually insinuated in a Fresno B article. This is what downtown is. Now here's a picture for Mayor Dyer. A, a, a tweet looks like him and uh, City Council Member Gary Bredefeld sitting at I don't know like an Applebee's table, a tablecloth. You can tell it's at a restaurant. They're toasting their iced tea. Councilmember Redefeld's holding up his cell phone with the the article from the Fresno Bee that said they were, you know, yelling and going to go outside and fight, I guess. Uh, But uh, they're pals. They're buddies. They're out having iced tea together. Come on. Mayor Dyer said, we are committed to the business of the city. Sometimes it gets tense. I value our working relationship. And at the end of the day, we're still friends. All right. All right. We'll talk to Todd a little bit about that one as well. That that seemed to get squashed, and I do want people to get along. Uh, but, boy, that sounds like a lot of confusion. It doesn't sound like there's a good flow going on uh, at all uh, down there. Uh, Bill McEwen at GV Wire uh, writes here, when Fresno resident Brent Cox, his wife, and their living girlfriend were arrested, and these were just the, the sickest charges uh, that ended up being true of sexual abuse last year. Uh, a neighbor said, if the allegations were true, you got to take these people off the street. They, they, it was that trio of uh, Brent Cox, his wife Jillian, and Tammy Schreiner. Schreiner uh, sexually abused Shriner's then 11-year-old daughter, and it turned out to be true. Bizarre. Uh, 42-year-old Brent Cox is going to state prison for at least 18 years. He got a plea deal. He was facing up to 40 years. He, he changed his plea deal from not guilty to guilty. Uh, in, in exchange, uh, he was... Uh, Prosecutor Andrew Jan said the victim was spared the emotional trauma of having to testify uh, against Cox. Well, it sounds like he got uh, at least half off his sentence that he should have gotten is what that sounds like to me. Now, I understand an 11-year-old girl who might be 12 now uh, that that would be uh, emotionally you know, traumatic to have to do that. But uh, the main trauma's already happened. She's going to have to have a lot of love and counseling and uh and uh, some good god talk is what she's going to have to have uh 11 years old uh with your mom um pimping you out 18 years that i mean no that to me well you know what i think about people that mess with kids uh sharia law chop chop chemical castration goodbye you're not going to be doing that anymore uh, well, here's what Andrew Jan said. 
that he and Michael Avenetti are good. No, he said, uh, this is one of those situations where she was traumatized for years and she's doing better now. We really don't want to have to relive those bad circumstances. Now, I'm not in the middle of all this. And he said they talked to the family and I guess the family, obviously, and uh, agreed to this. And I don't know how it all happens down there with the deals and the plea deals. But to do that to a kid and, and only go to prison for 18 years, that just does not seem like justice to me. Uh, the wife previously pleaded no contest to willful cruelty to a child and a plea deal that got her ready. One year sentence in county jail and probation. The mom, she took a plea deal in which she admitted to having sex with a minor in child abuse endangerment. She faces a maximum of eight years in prison. Eight. That's all. All right. I wish life was different. I wish they went away for a whole lot more. And they, uh, you know what? Even I believe in the death penalty. That's what I'm like. You got to have the DNA evidence. You got to have, I mean, these people confess to it. Uh, I mean, if, if you had that, I don't even know if the compulsion of some of those people is enough to even if that threat was there, if they still would not would not try it. I watch these uh, dad predator shows on YouTube where they go out and catch these guys that think they're a 14 year old girl or a 12 year old boy and they show up in the parking lot and they're justifiable anger. They don't they don't hurt them. They don't hurt them. But a lot of these guys, they catch three and four times. It'll be the same guy, not learning a lesson, not learning, not and a lot of these uh, municipalities where these videos come from, uh, the police don't arrest them. Some of them they do, some of them they don't, and it, it's a compulsion. And they say they can't be can't be cured of that. But uh, think how many of these go on, and no one is ever caught, right? No one's ever caught. But that is a. Uh, that's a real twisted one. Uh, okay, uh, I want to talk about where we're ranked here. That's just a hard transition to come out of, thinking of that little 11-year-old girl and what she she went through. And to think that, in you know, when, when she's still, what, in her 20s, uh, that that guy will be out. See, that uh, she shouldn't have to live with that in the future, that the people that did that to me, you know, thinking, being her, that they're out of jail now. I, I just don't. Fresno is among the top 20 most severely cost-burdened cities in the nation for renters and homeowners. This is a July study from Smart Asset, a financial technology company. Uh, I saw this in the in the Fresno Bee. They said the uh, factors contributing to the housing crisis in Fresno are rents at homes that cost uh, that skyrocketed during the man-made lockdown. So if they really wanted to do a story about the factors that contributed to it, right, uh, you know, it, they should talk about the tsunami effect and all the stupidity that happened and the lockdowns and this and the extension of, uh, you know, the rent can go on and on and on. You don't have to pay it, right? Well, what do you think is going to happen when these landlords didn't get paid for well over a year, some of them two years, right? What do you think when they, the, all that comes to an end? You think they're going to lower their prices because they're sitting back all fat and rich? No. They got slammed. And for the first time in American history, you actually had the CDC deciding what capitalism was uh, in America. Uh, According to data from the U.S. Census Bureau, nearly 60% of Fresno renters are cost burdened, meaning they pay more than 30% of their income in rent. See, here comes the tsunami. 
Remember the tsunami? Remember the tsunami analogy that we don't know how long it's just going to keep rolling in and that slow motion damage is just going to continue? Well, here we go. A uh, study found that around 20% of folks in Fresno severely cost burden pay more than half of their monthly income on rent. The largest 150 cities in the nation rank them by uh, renters and homeowners. And Fresno ranked 18th on the list of most severely cost-burned cities in the nation. Uh, we were behind seven other California cities. Uh, Glendale's the most severely cost-burdened in the entire nation. 29% of renters, 10% of homeowners in Fresno are spending more than half of their household income on housing costs. And household income, of course, means if you got two people working. In some some situations, it's multiple people working, living in that same in that same household. The report stated renters tend to be more housing cost burden than homeowners. Some places are more favorable for renting uh, than owning, but not here in Fresno. According to the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, the fair market price for a two-bedroom here in Fresno in 2022 is supposed to be $1,137. That's from the fair housing from the government. That's what it should be. The median cost. Now, median means, you know, right there in the middle, you got some that might not be as nice and some that are obviously nicer. But the median cost of a two-bedroom in Fresno was $1,319. That was uh, last month, according to apartmentlist.com. So uh, renters, here's what you got to do. You need to earn an average of $21 an hour or 1.5 times the minimum wage for a full-time employee to afford the uh, U.S. Department of Housing and Urban uh, and Urban Development price of $1,137. The average wage for renters in Fresno is somewhere around $15.53. So Fresno's upside down. You need to earn $21. Uh, Fresno earning $15. The area medium income for Fresno is $53,000. That's household income, $53,000 annually. Among renters, the median income is lower, $34,357. So finally at the end, here I come after a bunch of figures. Are you ready? Here's what the income you need to make to afford a two-bedroom in the area. Now, remember, this is off the government's price, and the two-bedroom price is actually a couple hundred even more expensive. So you would actually need to add a little income onto this. But $45,480 needed to afford a two-bedroom in this area. First day of school for some a few days away, for some a few weeks for others. Do we have COVID rules? Well, not like last year, thank goodness. I'll tell you what they at the office of they are saying needs to happen next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. All right, we'll talk uh, about uh, monkeypox coming up after 4 o'clock here, but uh, here's another virus I want to talk about. Tulare County Public Health has confirmed a human case of St. Louis encephalitis virus. I didn't think we could call it the China virus. I thought that would, that would wasn't that racist? Poor St. Louis. Uh, it's similar to the West Nile, same type of mosquitoes. 
you could show flu-like symptoms, fever or headache or no symptoms at all. We need to get vaccinated. Do we have one for this? I don't think so. Uh, severe cases, they say, can affect the central nervous system. All right, so first case of that. Uh, boy, we got they're all they're all around us, right? Uh, uh, virus, virus, virus. Uh, Fauci is warning, though, if you don't get the experimental mRNA injection, you're going to be in big, 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 big trouble. He has a warning for you. Get those doses now. Or he said, prepare for a harsh COVID fall and winter. He's still saying that. Still. He said, if you don't get vaccinated, you don't get boosted, that you're going to get into trouble. I'm sure science has it right this time, right? Uh, Here's some numbers. 228 million. Roughly 70% of Americans are either A, unvaccinated, uh, B, hadn't completed the vaccine series, or C, hadn't even gotten the, uh, the first booster. This is uh, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation. It's particularly low for booster shots. All Americans, of course, five and older, are, are eligible. The, uh, the uh, 48% of people eligible have actually gotten boosted, according to the CDC. So I, I, it's almost like uh, people don't care anymore. Well, I think when you have Dr. Uh, Deborah Burks, you know. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines. Yeah, that might play into why people aren't going, oh, okay, get me in line. Get in line. Joe Biden tested positive yesterday for COVID again. Four, day, four times, four days in a row. His physician said he's feeling well. A uh, rebound. That, that's the word, right? So if I get this right, you can get a, a, a test negative for the virus for over half a week, then test positive for it again, then continue to test positive even though you have no symptoms at all and you're still considered infected. I, I'm actually uh, starting to think these people don't actually know what they're talking about, right? I, well, we'll see here. First day of school, I'm so glad kids get to uh, be in normal school. By normal, I mean the school's not telling them to cover up their uh, ma- uh, face with a mask. I, it, it seems like some school districts have now actually looked into the science and it's actually like trying to protect yourself behind a chain link fence from somebody on the other side that has a water hose. Uh, it's not going to protect. First day of school, though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fresno B starts out with, despite widespread COVID transmission in Fresno County over the past two months, none of the largest schools plan to reinstate mask mandates for the first of the year. Good, good, good. Uh, but here we go. Here comes the propaganda. And I, I really think the County Board of Supervisors, yours boss, uh, this public health physician with the Fresno County Department of Public Health, Dr. John Zweifler, uh, yours boss. And what he's giving out right here in the Fresno Bee is, is called misinformation. You, you have a, I would say, a uh, moral obligation, and, pro- and I would obviously say probably a legal obligation to stop misinformation. Medical misinformation, medical mis- misinformation is what it is. So here's what he says. He said the guidelines are a strong recommendation that masking continues indoors, but stop short of suggesting another mandate. Okay, so they're not going to do the mask. But here's what he said. He said schools are inherently high-risk settings. No, they're not. See that? Okay, that's the first one. He said because they're indoors crowded and many who attend school are unvaccinated. A strong recommendation that everyone, including staff and students, wear a face covering. In particular, they use a well-fitting mask, which can protect you from getting COVID, as well from spreading it to others. 
No, it can't. That's a lie. Doctor, show your stats on that, please. You're a doctor. You're pushing vaccines that don't work. Would his bosses step up and stop this? This is wrong to say. Uh, it, it's dangerous to say. Masks aren't required at Fresno State or Fresno or Clovis City College. Fresno State will provide students with masks at no cost. No school district in Fresno County is requiring vaccines. But yet Newsom still has it on his calendar. For July of 2023, that's when Newsom is saying a vaccine mandate. Uh, a little less than a year from now comes the mandate. Doesn't that make so much sense? Boy, we're going to give it a whole year for everybody to die before we give the mandate for this cure. Yeah, it's still on the calendar. Employees in the schools have been required to become fully vaccinated or submit regular testing to work in person since all the way back in August of 2021. Those of you that didn't take the vaccine uh, and you, you you didn't want to be tested, having that you know chemicals shoved up your nose every day, and you walked away. Uh, there's class action lawsuits going on right now, and they're winning all over the country. So uh, keep that in mind. Fresno State has vaccine mandates in place for all students, staff, and visitors since last summer. Uh, the option of regular testing for those who qualify for an exemption. Jump through the hoops, right? Vaccine requirements at college and universities around the U.S. Listen to what the B says. Have effectively reduced cases and deaths. Wow. Wow, I guess they just don't want to cover what's actually happened. That must be kind of kind of hard to have to cover to say, you know what? We were wrong. But that county board uh, medical there, he shouldn't be giving out that misinformation. Not at all. Monkeypox, we're talking health equity for all. No chanting or singing at Fetish Fest. Right, Newsom? Right. No chanting, no singing. Hey, we'll break down monkeypox next. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.